Before I start this episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to Samuel and his son, Samuel Jr. Um, they're big fans of the show. They've been watching since the beginning. And so just wanted to give a quick shout out specifically because Samuel Jr. is a good young kid and uh, wish him the best. So let's jump into it. So you're, let's imagine for a second, you're, you work at an airport, okay? And someone comes up to you in line because you have to confirm their passport and everything before they board onto their plane. And so you're an airport official and they pull out their passport, which seems completely legitimate, but it's from a country that doesn't exist. Now, okay, there's many ways around that, but as I explain further, you're going to understand why this is very unexplainable. So he pulls out a passport from a country named Tored, T-A-U-R-E-D. They then say, sir, we can't find not just your ticket, but the fact that you don't even exist. He says, no, 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 no. He goes, I'm from Tored. They said, okay. They got some other officials together, pull out a nice map, physical paper map, and they say, can you point to us on the map where Tored is and we can probably sort this out. He points to where there is an occupation or a a piece of land that is occupied by what is called the Principality of Andorra. So Andorra is right at the border of France and Spain. Now, here's the other thing. You find that odd. Okay, you might think the guy, he might have made a fake passport. He's going through some kind of psychosis. Something's not right with him. So, you know, you you try to de-escalate the situation because as he's pointing out where he's from, He's kind of going like, what the heck? Like, I'm from this country. What's, what's wrong here? Now, this happens. And then they ask to see some more of his belongings because he offered to pay a little bit and, and, and say that, you know, pay whatever you had to pay to obtain a ticket. And they were going to register his whole identity into the system, not just into the airport, but as a, uh, as a, a person of Tored. But th- they couldn't do it because of two things. The fact that Tored doesn't exist and the fact that he was carrying what seemed to be official currency that doesn't exist in this world either. Currency that was very weird. He was carrying some other currencies like French currencies and things like that. But... He was carrying currency from Tored, which he also claimed is a country that's roughly 1,000 years old. But it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So then what happens is that he then gets escorted to a hotel near the airport so investigators can look into a situation. And they put him into a hotel room, and they closely guard that hotel room. They lock all the windows... And they guard the doors and they put tight security even in the lobby of the hotel and everywhere. Now, what I want you guys to keep in mind, too, is that this took place in July 1954. And it's still unexplained to this day. And what happened was, when they went into the room after a certain amount of time to check on him, he wasn't there. His belongings were gone and he wasn't there. They checked out. The the windows were completely sealed and locked. There was zero evidence that he had committed suicide or had gone out some other way. They put him on a very high level uh, floor on the hotel on purpose for that exact reason. So it's very interesting. And what I want to do first off is I want to very quickly recite some words written from AnomalyInfo.com. So, and I quote, 
As they tried to locate information on Tourette, the traveler started to become angry. He, st- he stated this was his third trip this year to Japan for his company and that he did, he'd been making such trips for the past five years. Therefore, he couldn't understand what the delay could be with approving his trip. But the company he claimed to be coming to visit said they didn't know who he was and the officials could not find any proof of the existence of the company he claimed to work for, nor did the hotel he claimed to have reservations with know who he was. End quote. So, there's a lot of factoids here that prove that he knows what he's talking about, but at the same time, show that he's kind of confused because no reservation in his name at hotels that do exist. Again, the passport, the currency, which is the most interesting thing. And the fact that he's been saying Tourette had existed for a thousand years. Now, I want to keep in mind, this took place back in 1954. This coincidentally was around the same time, or it was the same year, but within the same time frame of the Griotto Treaty being signed. Now, before you click off this video and say, oh, he's trying to connect aliens to this, I'm not. What I want to say, though, is that the Griotta Treaty was signed in a part of the Griotta Treaty, which I haven't spoken about before because I, I'm doing another episode for it that I'm working on, has to do with the fact that there are multiple stargates around the world that enter into parallel or alternate realities and, and universes. And so it seems like this man was caught amongst the fumble of this. And 1954 was the year that the U.S. government, with the help allegedly of other beings were starting to other beings from other worlds were starting to collaborate and set everything in stone so that things were not fumbled within the space-time continuum and were not fumbling over into different realities and universes okay and so what's interesting about this as well again according to anomalyinfo.com is that and i quote he could speak japanese well among other languages which was seemingly further proof of his previous contact with Japan. He spoke French natively and was genuinely shocked that he could not find his country on a world map that was presented to him. He stated that his country showed uh, was located where the map showed the Principality of Andorra, with the part, along with the parts of France and Spain, and that Torred had existed for almost a thousand years, so it should have been on the map. Not surprisingly, he soon demanded to talk to government officials to clear the matter up. Since he couldn't be detained in the airport's room forever, the airport authorities arranged for a room for the man at a nearby hotel that he could wait at while the matter was being handled. So, end quote. Again, like I said, then two officials were guarding the hotel room. They had some cops involved in there, and there was a whole thing. So, here's the thing. This could intertwine directly with a few things this could intertwine with something that was being meddled with within the space-time continuum i wouldn't rule out the fact that the 1954 griotta treaty was signed the same year that this occurred with that being said this was probably a time when the united states government along with other world governments were not in possession of stargates or not in possession of full understanding and grasping of knowledge of stargates at the very least and so what we have to examine here is we have to sit back and we have to say okay there's enough evidence to suggest this guy was not some psycho or not you know hallucinating or go through going through some type of psychosis that's number one number two is the currencies the passport when they ran the country to red through the computer the when the clerk did it popped up for like I think they were saying half a second or just enough for the lady to notice, wait, Tourette exists? 
and then it disappeared on the screen and then said non-existent. And at the time, this computers were used to have an extremely, extremely limited extent, not just in airports, but around the world. Again, 1954, you're talking about, I don't even think we could even say computers per se, very limited functioning devices that were used at the time. So could this have been some type of alternate reality or universe that accidentally had some individuals intermeshing with this world. Now, here's the thing. This is not the only guy. There have been other reported instances around the world that occurred in the same year, 1954. So what we do know is this. A handful of individuals, I believe the total was four, experienced the same thing all around the world in the year 1954. So we can narrow down the year. We can narrow down something caused a ripple within this reality assuming you subscribe to that proposal. We can assume that. What we can't assume or what we can't say is that we know for sure it was a parallel universe. But something abnormal and anomalistic was occurring here. And this is what makes it so intriguing because, again, I don't want to look uh, seem like a crazy person, so to speak. But at the same time, if this occurred to you, and I'm honestly asking you guys the question. If this occurred to you, you would, and you ended up in an alternate reality or a parallel universe, you would pray to God that somebody would believe you. And that's part of why I do this show. Because, again, this may have been a completely fraudulent guy. This may have been a guy that made it all up and just played it along very well. Especially, and I'll give credit because I'll play devil's advocate here. Back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, now up until probably 10, 15 years ago, it was very easy to get away with things in general in life, to fake things, to copy things, to make fraudulent copies, to plagiarize the, and many different things. And so, but at the same time, if we look at the other side of it, yes, was it easier to get away with things like that back then? Absolutely. Because there was no internet, things couldn't be cross-referenced, things couldn't be looked up immediately. Okay, with that being said, when we look at the other side of things, it was also a time where things were much more difficult to be made. So how, what I'm trying to say is that, yes, it was easier to get away with things. So if this guy was a con man or some sh type of charlatan or something, fine. But at the same time, where would he have had, say he was a charlatan, where would he have had these passports made? Where would he have had his, th this cash from a non-existent country made? Now you could say, Dave, it's very easy. All you got to do is just grab a, a piece of paper like this blank one and it could be printed on. But the officials on record, which I've looked at the police report, by the way, investigated the cash from this country. It was made with the same cash that, for example, is used on the US dollar and the euro and things like that. And they couldn't conclude that it was fake or used some type of fake paper. So again, maybe it might have been easy to, 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 to tabulate and curate certain documents at the time, but not everything. I mean, sure, if he, if he pulled out documents and said, I have written documents, this country existed, that could have been anyone on a typewriter, let's face it. But it wasn't that. So we have to consider all the different aspects here. And I'm not saying this guy was a time traveler or he knew he was time traveling. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that when you look at experiments like the Philadelphia Experiment, the Montauk Project, Project MKUltra, it, the, the, the pursuit of stargates in the Middle East, which has been a, a widely proposed theory as to why governments are really there and have so much interest all the time, Ex aside from oil, we don't know. 
we honestly don't. I wish I could provide some type of conclusion. I'm trying to make as many connections as I can here. I really am. I spent a few days trying to make connections, many, many hours trying to formulate and see what could happen, but I'm not going to draw connections where there are none. The only connection I could have made, or I did make, was the 1954 Griotta Treaty and this falling in line with 1954, with happening within the same year. Again, we can open our eyes, we can, we can extrapolate, we can look at many different things and we can say, ah, this is, this is BS, this is not so much BS. We don't know. Now, what I want to move on to next is the same situation, but what is Torred and has it been told in other myths or stories in the past? And it has. Because not only do you have to look into the, to the gentleman in which this was the case, but you have to look into the country he's speaking of. Torred has been known amongst folklore, okay, within certain ancient cultures to be a country or... um an empire, so to speak, that existed many, many thousands of years ago. Now, what's interesting about all of this is that not only could this gentleman have been from a parallel universe, but because of the fact that Torred has existed in folklore amongst certain cultures, this gentleman may have not only been from a parallel universe, but a, a parallel universe with an altered timeline. Because if he said that Tored is about a thousand years old, a country that's a thousand years old. But in the folklore, it's more than that. Tored existed many thousands of years ago. You start saying, "Wait, th things don't line up here." There's a there's a big there's a big issue here, and so it starts to bring the or or suggest the idea that this folklore may have come from the so-called visitors from above or from the past. And that not all cases could these visitors from above in the folklore may have actually been aliens, may have been humans from the future. We need to genuinely consider that. Not saying we got to believe it, we got to consider it. All right? From there, we then say, okay, let's just say this existed. Now, what we would have is this gentleman would probably be a guy that came from a parallel universe and a slightly altered timeline where Torred is still existing. He didn't name any of the leaders of the country. They didn't ask him that, which I think is something they should have. They just threw him in that hotel room and then he suddenly disappeared. Could he have been a subject of a time travel or parallel universe slash alternate timeline experiment without even knowing it? It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Is there any way we could connect this with the 1954 Griotta Treaty? There's a few little droplets. We could say that because they were starting to establish what Stargates were around the world and which Stargates they wanted to get and which ones they wanted to leave alone. And in other countries were doing this as well. We could say in theory that there was some test being done that may have caused someone to come through or a handful of people, as I mentioned earlier, to come through. And we could look at that as a type of scenario that would have some plausibility. But the problem here is that there's too much distortion. There's way too much distortion around this for me to confidently conclude what it was. So what, before I end this episode, what have I connected? What have we connected? I've connected, we've connected, sorry, the, the issue with the cash and the passport. Okay, basic. The 1954 Griotta Treaty happening the same year that this and three other people around the world claim to have had similar experiences, claiming to be from countries that did not exist, but being just labeled as, 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 as crazy and, and, and having psychosis. But not only that, but these 
four people in total, so three other people, including this guy that we're talking about right now. Not only that, but they had no existence within any government records around the world, at least to the, the extent in which they checked at the time of having even been born. So that's what we've been able to connect. That and the fact that, again, a, a sub-connection, I guess, of the Riata Treaty would be that supposedly the, the Nordic aliens or the tall whites or the Nordic blondes, as, as they're called, they have a few different names, helped out the U.S. government with certain technology, time travel, teleportation. One last thing is that it adds to the, the, the subscription of the proposal that the CIA is involved in time travel. Now, I don't know much about that. I don't pretend to know much about it. But what I do want to say about that is that the CIA being involved within time travel is not something I would rule out if we can find a legitimate path to explaining it. And slowly but surely on this show, we are. So thank you very much, guys, for watching. It's something that I think, again, not to be taken um, as a belief, but more as a consideration. So thank you very much, and we'll catch you next time.